Hello and good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. On this podcast, we talk all about the Pioneer format, at least usually, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here with my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan. It's the uh, cardboard samurai out of the Tokyo area of Japan. So the reason I kind of hesitated on saying, you know, we're only about Pioneer, usually we never get off topic about Limited or Standard or anything mm-hmm. else, but there's kind of one little exception is that um, Arena's trying to have Pioneer, they're trying they're trying hard, they're, they're doing their best, maybe, <laughs> maybe not their best, but at least they're doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had something drop on MTGA, Ma- Magic Arena, which is this new Explorer anthology. It's a handful of cards that they're adding to Explorer to make Explorer look more like Pioneer. The eventual goal is that it will be, you know, one-to-one, an identical version of what Pioneer is like in paper. Um, We talked about our expectations for this. You know, we didn't really go through a list of what our top picks were, but we did mention some things we'd like to see to make it, you know, look like Pioneer, Mm -hmm. make it look like they're quickly. We haven't really given a reaction on what we thought this turned out as well um you know we figured we'd give you guys at least a little bit of our first thoughts on what you could make with these new cards in explorer so first it's gonna be kind of our reactions and then it's Mm. gonna be a little bit of a brew episode so i'll be a little bit out of my element here you know i'm really not an explorer player (laughs) (laughs) you know kept having to be like oh hey does is dobin's veto on uh on arena already i don't know yeah you're you're more of an mtgo player Yeah, more of an MTGO and paper player, so a little out of my element, but I wanted to at least give you guys a shot here, you know, give my best effort, thinking of it from a Pioneer player's perspective, saying like, hey, I like this deck in Pioneer, can I try and build it in Explorer now that these new handful of cards have been added? I mean, and to be honest, you're probably exactly the type of, uh, you know, listener we're going to be targeting with this episode, someone who doesn't really play uh, Arena or uh, Explorer and... You know, you don't know what's going on, so it's 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 kind of a good take, I think, on that. So we can help you find some decks and help you have fun. Um, but anyways, yeah, a lot of people have actually been doing their reaction, um, you know, videos or podcasts and stuff about the anthology, and they're complaining. And I don't want to complain today. I want to have fun. I want to enjoy what they gave us and see, you know, what we can do with them. So yes. Um, you know, we do have a list of, of all the cards. Should we read over the list first, do you think? Just kind of tell everybody what has been added to the anthology. Or if you're been a quick reader, go for it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know we posted this, and I'm trying to find out where we put these. Where do we put these, I think? Yeah, Explore Anthology 1. There we go. I have a picture that I posted. Um, we have Favored Hoplite, Supreme Verdict, Calatus Trader of Gets. Um, Timur Battle Rage, Mausoleum, Wanderer, Elvish Mystic, um, Slaughter Games. Uh, what's the other hoplite? I'm sorry, I'm, I can't zoom in enough. Uh, Something a... Born, what is it called? Blue White one that used to be an okay card. Battlewise Hoplite. It's a good one, but it kind of got overwritten recently. The 2 2, when you target it, it's Scry 1 and plus plus encounter. We kind of got that with haste in red, and now we've got the Illuminator, which I think is just better. Oh, and then we have Shadowborn Apostle, Titan Strength, Hangerback Walker, and Soul Artifact, Searing Blood, Siege Rhino, Darksteel Citadel. Back to Nature, Rally the Ancestors, Alicia Who Smells at Death, Tireless Tracker, and Tainted Remedy. I believe that is the, the whole list. 
of what God that said. That looks like everything. So before we get started, are there any obvious cards? You know, like what cards have an obvious home in Explorer? Like, for example, I would say Calatus is going to go in every black deck. You know? Yeah, and you know, not every that black deck, but certainly a lot of black decks. It's kind of a staple in Pioneer. I think that's a great one for this list. That The, the fact that it was missing seems wonderful to have it now. Yeah, so red, black, mid-range, uh, vampires, yeah, and everything else in between. Uh, what other cards would you say are kind of obvious as far as like where their home is going to be in, in Explorer? So I think that a lot of them are kind of like, oh, this is for that Pioneer deck. Like, you know, what... Some of these we're going to go over with our specific decks, mm-hmm. but maybe I'll pick one that isn't, is like Mausoleum Wanderer. That's for the Spirits decks. Yeah. Um, that wasn't on Explorer, and uh, now it is, so that, that's a big pickup. Yep, yep. Um, of course, Supreme Verdict, I think, is very obvious. That's going to be in, like, every blue-white control deck. Yep, I'd expect so. Uh, any other obvious uh, obvious cards? Obvious homes. Um, plenty that enable archetypes that are pioneer decks, but I think that we're going to get to most of those yeah. momentarily. So I don't want to, you know, ruin the fun <laughs> too badly. Uh, what about misses? Like, what here do you think isn't a card that needed to be added to explore? You know, doesn't see play in pioneer now because I think there's a few of these. Probably tainted remedy. Yeah, tainted remedy definitely stands it's out. Janky. The battlewise hoplite. I, I get where they're going, but mm-hmm. it kind of stands out. Back to nature doesn't see play. No. Um, Teamer Battle Rage, unfortunately, doesn't see play. Neither does Leech who Smells of Death. I like both those cards, but uh, neither of them, as well as Shattered Aurora Apostle. So where I kind of saw this, They're you know, from an outsider brood. as far as Explorer yeah. perspective, is that, you know, I think that they wanted to add these to the historic perspective. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they, they wanted to add these to Historic Brawl. Yeah. They wanted, you know, Shatterborn Apostle be fun in Historic Brawl. Tainted Remedy, great for that format. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Back to Nature is a nice little yeah. card for that. And they're kind of like, oh, well, you know, we could add these to the historic, but hey, they're legal in Pioneer. Why don't we just, or, you know, they're yeah. legal in, yeah, they're legal in Pioneer. Why don't we just call them part of the Explorer anthology and just stuff them in there? So they definitely feel like, you know, even in this product that's supposed to be exclusively mm. for Pioneer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're still catering to other formats. Yeah, um, I, I can and understand that's, that. that's a little disappointing. I know mm. you wanted me to be positive this episode. I'm just, uh, you know, kind of first take here. But yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that's, uh, you know, they want to take care of everybody, um, even though we've been waiting so long and so patiently. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. okay. We could have just stuck that in the historic anthology and given us, you know, like, trying to think what a better black card would have been that we're missing still. I'm sure there's some big ones. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about that a little bit later, maybe. Um, let's just jump into some brews. So what cards did you decide to brew around? So maybe I'm too straightforward, but I saw, hey, they're trying to support our heroic strategies a little bit with the two hoplites, with the titan strength. Uh, wasn't able to fit Titan Strength in my deck, but I did try and do a little bit of a heroic brew here. Okay. So that's what I'm going to start with. Uh, if you see, that's my bottom list there. If you're following along in our pod live, we'll also have these posted along with us on the UOL website where we usually host our podcast. So mm. creature-wise, getting a little better. Um, I know that the Pioneer version really likes Monastery Swift Spear, so that seems like a big kind of missing card here. Um other than that, I was trying to see what else we didn't have that was important. And I think we've got a lot of what, what matters. You know, I love Homestead Courage. I love Defiant Strike. Fight is one. Um, the only thing I'm doing here that's really kind of trying something new is I was like, hey, you know, this looks a lot like the Boros um, standard decks that were running Showdown of the Scalds. Mm. I decided to try out that out. I feel like you could do 
Um, you could do Feather and Mavinda instead would work in this slot. Mm-hmm. You could do, you know, or you could just go lower to the ground and play like Invigorated Rampage. If that, I, I want to say that's in Pioneer. I think I looked it up before I uh, Invigorated Rampage. Those. Yeah, the one that's from uh, Kaladesh or either uh, Revolts. Yes, something like that. Yeah, like plus four, plus zero, oh, or two creatures get plus two, plus zero, mm. and trample. The trample part's nice. Now. Um, for me, how I would build this a little bit differently, I don't think Fight is One is really seeing much play in this one. I think God's Willing, um, is, is like a, always a four of Reckless Rage is always a four of. No one's really playing Showdown of the Skulls, but you could play that, I think, maybe in the sideboard though, just to have some Oh, you know what? Advantage. I definitely, uh, you know, I was, I was brewing these kind of last minute. I yeah. had another, I'd had a stand-in, I think, that wasn't a human, and I swapped it out and now realize that fight of one doesn't make sense mm. so yeah that that could probably be also rampage or another one drop spell mm. um as far as what we're missing still for this deck versus the well yeah monastery like version said. yeah monastery i think is still a big one i um as far as the spell base mm. I, i'm trying to take a look and see um any big what are we missing i mean i know boros charm was kind of in the sideboard sometimes you know, to get something double strike and to protect your guys. That's definitely a nice one. Missing Boros Charm seems like a unfortunate. Yeah, I would say Soulscar Maze is kind of a an okay uh, stand-in for Monastery Sorcerer, but that really is the big thing. And I think it, it, the deck does need a lot more haste, hasty creatures. I think a lot of people mm. are actually playing stuff like, um, what is it, uh, uh, Samut's Revenge or something like that. It's like plus two plus Samut's one. Samut's Sprint, I want to say, sprint, is probably yeah. you're thinking of like the one mana one that draws a card and gives yeah, haste and so maybe something else. That. So that's something else I think they could probably try out in you know in this deck. Um, and some people are still playing with uh, with Feather in these decks as well. I mean, maybe it just depends on how much hate you're going to run into in your graveyard. Um, you know, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's th- this is uh, you know, a, a little bit obvious, like I said, but. But, uh, hey, well, that, that's what I'm going for. If they're only going to give us 10 cards, and or what is it, 20 cards? Mm-hmm. And only half of them are playable, uh, I'm going to make the five decks out of those yeah. cards. Yeah, And you could have put Titan Strength in here, no problem, I think. Sure, yeah, yeah you know, maybe I should throw those in just to uh, just to call it a... Um, here, I'll update my brew right now. <laughs> there we go, yeah. We can put that up on the, the thing, on the uh, Pod Live chat afterwards for people to use. Sure, sounds good. See. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, I think it's an obvious choice. I don't think it's going to be good enough yet in Explore. I've tried it out a little bit, um, and uh, I've gotten okay results. You know, sometimes you just run into a deck that's super slow. They can't deal with your Illuminator on the first you know, few turns, and then you just run away with the game. And other times it's just like removal, 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 and you're gone, you're done. Um, all right, my first deck, uh, I made a, actually, I'm going to start with my Siege Rhino deck, if that's okay. All right, you got to try and find some Siege Rhino. I mean, people are going to do it. I think that's a, even if it's not a card being played much in Pioneer, I think people are happy to see it on uh, MTG Arena. Marina? Do people call it Marina? I call it MTG Arena. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of Marina before. Well, I just abbreviate. There you go, guys. I'm I'm giving you hot new brews, hot new abbreviations. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Just living it up today. Um. So yeah, uh, I I loved Siege Rhino way back in the day. We're gonna call this uh, Boomer Abzan, I guess. Uh, That's what all the (laughs) Gen Gen Z people are calling it. 
And uh, I've seen a couple people already playing this online in like a Panharmonicon build, which is playing like, uh, what is it, the, the Prince that uh, uh, blinks stuff and uh, other ETB effect type cards. And I actually was going that direction at, at first, and then I decided why not just go like more of a green-black mid-range type or it's not green black, uh, red black mid range type type that type of deck. You know something that you know before they went kind of more aggroy. You know they had like a, a really good grindy strategy. And uh, how I did that is you know of course uh, we have siege rhino at the top end. Uh, we got four of those. We had the calatus of course because again you you don't want to not have calatus in a black deck like this. Uh, I have Wandering Emperor as uh, kind of an extra piece of removal as well as a way to kind of pump up my creatures. Of course, we got Graveyard Trespasser just like um, Rakdos midrange. I got some Murderous Rider just because, you know, this deck doesn't really have uh, Abrupt Decays uh, yet that you could use. Or, uh, or um, what is it, like Dreadbores that uh, you know, Rakdos has. Uh, mm -hmm. I decided to add two Tireless Trackers into the main and so that's another new one, right? Yeah, that's another one that just got uh, reprinted. And I like it just because it, it grinds so well. You know, it gives you that card advantage. Like, even if you play it on turn four after, you know, you know setting your fourth land, you're still going to get some, some uh, how can I say, some value out of it. Uh, Scavenging Ooze, another great card if you're playing Abzan to have in main deck, I think. I got two of those. I got Assassin's Trophy because, again, there's no Abrupt Decay yet, and this is fine. Oh, I, I was about to ask if there's Abrupt Decay because that's like, not, why is there no Abrupt not, Decay? Yeah. Why, why didn't they give um, us that? That seems better than Siege Rhino. <laughs> I'm also playing Tithe Taker because I did so much. Hmm. I did so much of, um, of uh, what is it, like, what is it, uh, Ravnica Allegiance brews that I have like four of them. And I haven't opened up any Thalias yet. I don't have enough wildcards for Thalias. Otherwise, I think Thalia would be in there. But this kind of mimics Thalia. Okay, you know, so you're thinking like a Thalia deck for this. Yeah, it's kind of like a hate. Running a lot of spells for a Thalia deck, but I'm interested. Okay. But, you know, just, just, just an idea. I mean, if I would play two of those. But this is, is basically does the same thing. On your turn, slows them down. It only affects one way, not both ways. And, of course, we got Thought Seize, Fatal Push. And then I have Thraven Inspector as my... Uh, my, uh, how can I say, my one drop instead of uh, Knight of the Ebon Legion because I kind of wanted this to be more grindy. I wanted more card advantage and stuff. I wanted to have answers for your stuff and outdraw you and just take over the game that way. So, so what do you think? Well, okay, I think loudly and proudly tell Magic that you want to play Siege Rhino, but you can't until you have Abrupt Decay because that's ridiculous. Um <laughs> You know, looking at this, you know, if you're talking about Boomer Abzan, I'm kind of that Boomer. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved Siege Rhino in standard format when it was a thing. And f thinking from that perspective, you know, not thinking from Pioneer, not thinking from, you know, I don't really know much of Explorer. Mm -hmm. I'm worried that your curve ends at Siege Rhino. You know, the, the versions back in Pioneer, or back, sorry, back in standard, they would either start at like, eight plus one drops and end at Siege Rhino, and that would be the really aggro version. Mm. Or they would be like start at, you know, Corsair Curfix would be your first creature at three, and then Siege Rhino, and you would go up to, you know, six or eight mana spells. I've never seen those. Um, some, those. Sometime in between that, you know, sometimes you would mm. do things in between that, but I feel like this is not an aggressive enough deck to I didn't have be nothing aggressive. to do if you... Like, what happens if you draw your fifth land in this deck? I feel like you kind of die you know like i'm just worried about well that's why you have all flooding of flooding out i mean that's why you have your tireless tracker 
Um, you're just playing lands. You're just continuing to get clues that way. And you have a lot of clues to, to eat up, I would say. And you have scavenging ooze to use that mana and, and stuff like that. You know, like, yeah, there, there's a little bit of mana sync, but I think that nothing here is raw power enough to, I think, go over the top, mm-hmm. um, at least compared to, you know, I, I don't know what red black looked like on Explorer, but I know they would still have Graveyard Trespasser, Thoughtseize, Fatal Push, and they'd get to play things like Fable, the Mirror Breaker. Mm-hmm. They'll have Cletus just as well. So they'll have better Planeswalkers, you know, a couple other things that they can do that this deck kind of can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just afraid that like in this deck, Siege Rhino isn't aggressive enough and it's not controlling enough. So, mm-hmm. I'm worried you'll fall into that mid-range trap here. So I need to either go faster or slower? I I think possibly, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so uh, you want to do your next brew? What's the next card that you chose? Like, kind of straightforward. I want to go, you know, we've got Supreme Verdict now. Um, I hadn't looked at, you know, I didn't know Explorer, so I was like, okay, let me let me see what I could try and build somewhat from scratch and then go and see, like, what people are doing. And, you know, I've got something that I feel pretty comfortable with. Like, I would say you could probably take this list and play it. Probably, you know, go find someone that plays the format a little bit more and take mm-hmm. their list instead. But I did find, you know, I did put together a blue-white list with, you know, I've got four Wandering Emperor. I've got three Supreme Verdict. I could have done four. Um, you know, some Teferis. Plenty of counter spells. You know, Absorb's still great. Dovin's Veto's still great. Sensor's still pretty reasonable. And lots of removal. Like... Basically, the, the stuff that Blue White does, this seems to do pretty well. Like, I can't see much here that's different from my Pioneer version mm-hmm. at all, really. Like, uh, I'm trying to think what, what at all I'm missing. I mean, well, I was going to ask you, does this appeal to you as, you know, someone who plays an MTGO? If you could play your deck for free on Arena and play it, you know, without well, having to spend tickets to get reps in, would this be a great way to do it? Well, well here's the thing is, um, A, doesn't, I mean, I don't know, I haven't checked in the Arena economy at all, but like, can you just join queues for free in Explorer? Yeah, yeah, everything's totally oh, free. Okay, you just climb cool. the ladder. Um, so here, let me open up my deck list because I, I want to, you know, basically. You I like blue white, so let's say I wanted to play this deck. Um, I'm going to open up the list here that I've got. And I actually, I did want to ask you if you channeled uh, Harry Thirteen um, while you were building this. Like, no, you know, I looked choices. at some of my blue white. No. I looked at what a pioneer blue white looked like because I see uh, you got Narset in there, even though it's not a Yorion build. Yeah, I don't mind Narset. I think um, it's reasonable. You know, I was looking at what was in some of the Explorer versions. They were mm-hmm. running like that, or some of them were playing even a uh, uh, Search for Scanta, which is like that's some real boomer. Let me see how to group this the way I want. Why can't I group it? There we go. Group by rarity. So if I'm looking at this, this is twelve uncommons. Yeah. 36 rares and 7 mythics. Uh, plus, that's excluding the sideboard, which mm. is almost exclusively rares. So what would it cost me to get you know 36 rare wild cards on Arena? Uh, they got rid of the whole thing where you could actually get like just straight up, you know, was it like 10 rares and 10 mythics for like 20 bucks or something like that, I think. Or is it 40 So bucks what does it cost to... You'd, you'd have to grind <laughs> what, a lot. What does a pack cost? A pack's yeah. 1,000 co- coins or like 200 gems, I think. So you'd have to open up a what bunch. Of, of packs but there's a lot i mean here's the thing is like they do set so that's, you up yeah, that, that's <laughs> they do set okay. you up with a lot of uh kind of pre-made decks when you start arena mm-hmm. uh you get some like 20 decks or something they sometimes have like one of them i think there might be like one of a shark typhoon in, in there or 
maybe a, a one-off of, of I don't know, Teferi or, or something like that. Uh, so you get a couple cards that you kind of need. You open a bunch of packs for free as well to get started. Some people will get a, you know, the $20 starter starter package, which, you know, gets you like a bunch of gems as well. So could you build this right away? Maybe not. Could you build this after a week? Probably. You, know, you would have to do some grinding, um, opening up some packs. Well, so, so grinding, you know, you, you kind of have to win to grind, right? Is, no, is that not really. You just have to do dailies. Okay. Like dailies are basically like play 25 lands or attack with 20 creatures or play uh, blue and white spells, you know, 40 times or something like that. Uh, so stuff like that would get you coins that you could get. You don't have to actually win to continue to grind out coinage. If you wanted to, you could actually do the, uh, you pay coins to do like the big events and then you can get more packs that way and more, more coins and more, um, uh, more gems. The issue there is that you can't play in a big event until you've got a deck that can <laughs> succeed, or at least yeah, I would yeah, never. Yeah. I would never want to, you know, take a deck that's subpar, terrible to a big event. Exactly, yeah. you don't, that would just be a waste of coins and stuff. Yeah, this but, seems like a really hard sell for me, but I'm not gonna complain about the. Yeah, but you, you could definitely build right it uh, rather quickly, I think, especially if you're starting fresh and you just, like I said, buying some some gems to get started, and you know, you want to just open up pack after pack after pack. Just don't get the alchemy packs. That's the mistake I made. <laughs> okay, got it. All right, so that was your second deck. Uh, I'll do my second deck if that's okay. And I think sure. I'm going to do my Rally Ancestors deck because you kind of talked about this before. You've made brews with this before, and I want to get Love your... Love Rally. Yeah, I want to get your take on this. So this is the current deck that I'm, I'm uh, working on. I have uh, Arc Fiend's Vessel, four of those. Serrated Scorpion, four of those. Stitcher Supplier, four of those. Uh, Deadly Dispute, uh, Mire Triton times four, Priest of Forgotten Gods times two, Corpse Knight times four, uh, Cruel Celebrant times four, Rally Ancestors type four, Meetook Massacre uh, times two, and then Woast Rider times two. And then, of course, we got some Agadim's Awakening uh, as part of the land base. I got 22 lands in here. And I have pretty much all my hate stuff in the sideboard. I got Fatal Push, Thoughtseize, Eliminate, uh, Fracture, etc. Calatus is my bane of course we got, mm. we got a lot of ways to kind of take that out but um yeah what do you think i, I initially tried to do like four priest and just have like more sacrifice effects but i decided just to put more stuff in the graveyard with both supplier and triton to get like a bigger rally later on so how would you build this differently mm. or what would you change yeah i do think that more priests is good they're just such a value card um you know they usually will better than replace themselves in this deck uh, maybe you could lose some Archfiend Vessels. That's a lot of one drops for mm. this kind of list. Um, you know, you've got two. Yeah, so also, you know, you're a little bit light on sacrifice effects. You kind of want to be able to. I guess you've got Dispute as well. Um, so maybe you're short on creatures. Let me just kind of look through here. What what exactly Four, is going eight, on? 12, mm -hmm. 16, 18, 22, 10, 26 20, creatures. 20, 20, 28 creatures. I counted 20. Oh, okay. That's not terrible then. If we count that right, I believe 10, 18, 26, 28. Yeah. Okay. So this looks reasonable. I, 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 you know, this could be fun. I think this would be fun to try. Um, where I'm a little bit wary is, so how, how does Corpse Knight work? What does that one read exactly? Whenever it comes back into play, whenever, sorry, when a creature comes into play, it deals damage. So basically, okay, that one's not you rally everything back. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. If you rally everything back and you have like 
five or six other creatures, they all enter at the same time and it does six damage. Hmm. For example. I thought you knew these cards. I trust you. I do, I do. You know, I was mixing that up because there's yeah. another one that's just zombies that's like the same text. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one drains. So that one gains you. This one just deals the damage. Yeah. So I think the biggest card, and I just had to look it up because I think it's so important for this kind of list, especially one that looks like yours does, mm-hmm. is Return to Ranks is legal in yeah, Explorer. But we need to put stuff That in. card is going to be better than Rally most of the time. Like, honest, honestly, that card is so good. We need good. to be able to put I more would stuff say, into the graveyard, right? I would say at the very least go like 3-3 split between Rally and Return, um, maybe even more on the Return, just because you, all of these cards you really want to get back are two drops here. Mm. Like, it's really that good of a card. I have a question. <laughs> Is Agony's Awakening just like not worth playing in this deck? Uh, how, so how many total lands are you running here? Three, uh, so 10, 11, okay, 22. Uh, is that kind of the Agony's Awakening? Yeah, it's kind of Awakening. And then, of course, we've got Deadly Dispute as well. Yeah, I think it's reasonable. You know, you've only got the two three drops. Um, so here, you know, I, I guess honestly, back from it. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit of a trap because uh, think about what Return to the Ranks can do instead. Yeah. <laughs> 22 lands sound good, though, for this type of deck. Possibly that's even on the high side, uh, mm. but I haven't played, you know, I, I think the last time I really, really messed with Rally, I don't think we had Deadly Dispute, I don't think we had Meat Hook Massacre, mm. and we definitely still had Luris, so um, I was kind of, you know, playing in between those numbers. So, yeah, real quick, Priest of Forgotten Gods, four of, you're saying, and then maybe Arc Fiend's Vessel, two. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, you you can play with that, see how good the Archfiend has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's usually pretty medium, but it's nice if you have, you know, it's it's nice to be able to have it when you want it, yeah. but I don't think you want multiple of them every game kind of thing. Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right, um, let's move on to your next or your third deck, your final deck. All right, my, my last one here. So this one I'm kind of excited about. Um, you know, this is a list that uh, the only thing I did here is we got Elvish Mystic. I think that's a it, is it Elvish Mystic or Lawn Worlds? Which was the new one? Elvish Mystic's the new one. Yes. Okay, this is a big deal. Um, you know, before the Explorer only had Lawn War Elves, so decks that run one usually run the other. That makes all of those decks much more powerful. Um, so I think there's a lot of decks that probably were running Land War Elves or will be running Land War Elves plus Elvish Mystic. Mm-hmm. And th- that's a big change in the format, I think, in general. Um, what I did, you know, I did take a little bit of a look at what people are doing as well as this is kind of a list that I used to work on or, you mm-hmm. know, kind of helped initiate. Uh, let, let me let me go into the big thing here is that Combat Celebrant. Mm-hmm. Um, back when people were talking about all the funny things you can do with Fable, I was like, hey, guys, what if we do... Fable of Mirror Breaker plus Combat Celebrant. Did you realize that goes infinite? <laughs> mm. And uh, we we kind of put together a list. I think Tyrant of Tales put together a list. Had um, Island Go Same, who we had on the show recently, do a league with it. He 5 would uh, And then it ended up kind of blowing up. And it's mm. been a number of places since then. So um, w- was happy to see that deck actually turn in from a meme into something kind of real. Either with Collected Company or Seekus Chariot. This version here is running the Seekus Chariot. Um, you could definitely try a Coco version as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a number of things here just kind of work well with that. Jaxus also makes copies, also gives haste to things, um, lets you go off, you know, a turn sooner because of that. Reckless Storm Seeker, another card I really like. Mm-hmm. Werewolf Pack Leaders, just raw power. Azika's Chariot's raw power and can make copies of copies, which is great. Um, so, you know, a lot of just good cards 
Bonecrusher Giant's just a good card. Mm. All of these are reasonable, as well as an infinite combo that you can just, you know, fully kill your opponent. So for anyone who doesn't realize, Combat Celebrant, you can make a copy of it with the backside of Fable of the Mirror Breaker, and then attack with the copy. When that copy attacks, it exerts, it untaps all of your creatures, including the ones like Alonwar Elf or an Elvish Mystic, mm-hmm. or the... You know, or the two two goblin shaman that makes treasure wood attacks. Can use that again to make another copy with fable. You can use that mana to yes. You've now untapped your your kihijiki. That lets you make a new combat celebrant yeah. for the next attack step. It's a separate copy, so mm-hmm. it gets to exert again and nice. you can repeat infinitely. Nice, nice. Yeah, I can get behind this deck. This is actually really cool. I like this. I did not think you could go infinite on arena, but uh... <laughs> well, you know, it kills your opponent pretty quickly, so you don't usually have to go too infinite. I don't see a lot of removal. I guess you got all that in Cyber. You got Bone Crusher Giants. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. Just got to be careful. People like trying to interrupt the the combo, but otherwise, uh, I like it. It's, it's it's cool. Well, do we have something silly like the uh, what's the six drop that when they cast what's is Rorkthar on a arena? No, I'm it's sure not. it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, let's get that. It would be it, in my I don't think it, deck it'd be too expensive. Tark is not in there it's... either. Yeah. Oh, what are they doing? It's not even close to Pioneer. Come on. No. I'm no, casting no. Tarkus every day in Pioneer. <laughs> uh, so I got one more deck, and then maybe we can wrap this up. Uh, that sounds so good to me. Final deck is Insul Artifact. I've been wanting to play this forever. I've been wanting to play it in paper, actually, but I didn't want to spend the $100 plus that it costs to get four Hangate Pathways and the other lands that I'm missing. Mm. So I'm Oh, you don't waiting. play blue, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting on those to kind of, uh, I don't know if rotation is going to help make those cheaper or not but it's just 20 24 to 25 dollars each is just not worth it um but anyways we got insult artifacts uh we got darksteel citadel very fun cards uh and uh, this is a very very uh fast deck i think i'm playing 20 land i'm, I'm not sure if i'm not playing 20 land I'm, i should probably go down to 20 land uh we have ornithopter portable hole toolcraft exemplar black staff of water deep Gingerbrute, Stonecoil Serpent, Ingenious Smith, Michiko's Reign of Truth, uh, only two of those. Uh, Charter Course, uh, Patchwork Automaton, and then two Unlicensed uh, Hearse. And I feel like that's just kind of a... Mm. Kind of a... Uh, Anti-Grease Fang kind of thing. Yeah, out of respect to like all the, the uh, Graveyard decks around there. And I do only have two Stonecoil Serpent right now. I, I should probably go up to four of those. But right now, I just you know, I don't have the wild cards, so I figured... I think I that's reasonable. Okay, yeah, so I, I wasn't making budget decisions because I don't have any of these cards on. <laughs> yeah, and I do, I do want to point at the sideboard to get Glass Casket, some extra removal, Weathered Runestone to stop uh, you know those kind of graveyard decks, and uh, Damping Sphere. Also, I have a Karn, Cyan of Urza, and a Karn, the Great Creator, because I had one of each, and I figured, why not? Okay, okay. Yeah, so what do you like, what do you don't like, and how would you fix it? Huh... Um, so creature wise, you're a little light. Uh, well, okay, you've got Ornithopter, Ginger Brute, Stone Kill Serpents. Yeah, probably, you know, up into those Stone Kill Serpents with or without the uh, Toolcraft Exemplar. I like Toolcraft Exemplar, but I've never had much luck with it. Um, actually, yeah, I think you've got plenty of creatures. Could maybe do more Michigos even. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one card that's really missing is you don't have Ghostfire Blade. I don't think that's on mm. Arena. I think I just checked it's it. Not, it's not. I don't mind Eater of Virtue. You know, I, I think like. Eater of Virtue is probably better than the fourth Ghostfire Blade, sometimes even better than the third Ghostfire Blade, Eater so I definitely wouldn't uh, is that a colorless at least one? one of those. Yeah, that's colorless. It's oh, the one yeah. mana equipment. Um, it's really nice, you know, it can get 
haste from gingerbread you can get mm. flying from ornithopter uh reach trample protection from multicolored from stone quail serpent mm-hmm. some of those nice things yeah, uh, I should I should add that in there. I'll try that out. Um, what would you drop? Yeah, that, that's a good one. Like so, chart of course is something that I don't usually see in this kind of list at all. I wanted card advantage. Is there a way to draw cards? Uh, usually, it's um, your opponent's dead is the kind of card advantage they go for. Other than that, and the um, sk- the you get ingenious sorry, the, um, smith. Ingenious smith cards, is your yeah. other one. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, so counter spell wise, what um, we don't have the uh, was it's not stubborn denial, is it? Uh, stubborn denial is the one where if it's a power creature, creature power four greater. Do we yeah, not have that one? Don't have that one. The one mana spell, no. Mm. We that one's decent, speedo. and I assume we don't have the one where you uh, can pay. You can tap artifacts to pay for it. Do we? Uh, re- rebuke we do have, but I heard it was a trap. Metallic rebuke. Yeah, uh, it, it might be. I mean, it might be a sideboard co- option. Uh, uh, as far as lands, do we have Spire Buff Canal? Not yes, Spire Buff Canal. We... Um, inspiring Sanctuary? Let me see what it's yes. called. Yes. Do you mean the um, uh, industry? Spire of Industry? Spire of Industry. There we go. I think Spire so. I don't have industry. any copies, I think. Um, what about in Adventure's Fair? That is in Explore. Uh, don't do Adventure's Fair. You're not going to care about the life. Okay. You will never activate it. That's not going to do anything for you. I mean, is it necessary um, to have the uh, Spire of Industry? I think it doesn't hurt. You know, it's it's pretty free in this deck. You're never mm. going to care about the life, and uh, it both of your colors of mana untapped. Um, you can also maybe add a uh, a Shadow Spear is usually pretty good in this. Oh, okay, yeah, that's another good one. So Shadow Spear is another addition. So look for some equipment, basically, is what you're what you're saying. Drop the Charter Course. Add in some. Maybe two more Stone Pale Serpent and maybe like two uh, two equipments. All right, I got one more card I'm going to look up just because I'm not no. sure. Is is Skilled Animator still uh, yes, a card? Yes, I actually had that in here, and then I decided just to use my wild cards, the limited wild cards I had to get the Black Staff of Waterdeep because this okay. is actually well, I do like Black really Staff more, playing. but, you know, it, it's kind of... um. I'm looking at it from a strange perspective because the last time that Blue, White, and Soul was really in Pioneer at all was when we still had Luris. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of coincided with March of Otherworldly Light becoming a really good card. Yeah. It's about when we lost Luris. Um, and that's what scared off this deck almost entirely because that can, you know, you can exile a Darksteel Citadel with or without an Insoul on it. Uh, so that's really difficult for this deck, so I think, overall. I think in a black, red, or mono green, maybe even um, metagame, I would play this. But in a uh, blue, white, uh, metagame i think yeah there's gonna be a lot of liabilities here I yeah i think that. it's got a good matchup against you know in pioneer it's got a good matchup against black red it's got a good matchup against phoenix mm-hmm. um maybe it's due to come back in pioneer it does not have a at all reasonable blue white matchup no um but I'm, not I'm, really much else is running like um, i was wondering if i just got a four dovin's veto in the sideboard for that control <sighs> matchup I, it's, it's so bad. tough like it, it it's or gonna be really tough dispute. to hold that up Mystical Dispute's probably better. Yeah. Well, that doesn't hit your March of Otherworldly Lights, though, so um, you, you kind of really need that uh, or, Stubborn Denial that you don't have. What's the other one? Um, the two mana, they have to pay two or it's countered uh, from Zendikar. Uh, what's the name? Can't stay... Or, spell, oh, there's like... Um, it's not Spell Snare. Um, it's... Oh, Spell Pierce? Spell Pierce, yeah. Maybe we could do yeah, that that, one. that wouldn't be... Re- I, I would not hate a Spell Pierce uh, in the 75 or mm. 60 even, maybe. Uh, okay, yeah. You know, those are some good uh, 
that's some good advice. Uh, I'll take take that to consideration and see if I got any of those. Maybe I have to open up some more packs, most likely. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, so that's all of our our brews. Um, I guess I have a couple more questions uh, before we end. It maybe just like a like a one or two sentences, if you don't mind. Sure, so absolutely. Af- after we added these twenty cards to uh, explore. How much closer do you think we are now to Pioneer, like a a serviceable Pioneer? How many more anthologies do we need before you um, know it could? It feels like Pioneer. I think it feels like know, it's getting closer. It depends. Are they going to be doing ten cards at a time like this? Because Twenty. Because then well, it could yeah. take another. Well, ten play. Yeah, but ten of these aren't Pioneer cards. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, if they're going to be doing, if they're going to look like this, it could take another three years, kind of thing. Wow. Like. Well, yeah. Um, I'm, if they're going to do, hmm. well, yeah. I mean, that, that's like if they did one a quarter, it could take easily eight, twelve more of these kind of level yeah. things before I'm starting to feel like it looks like Pioneer. If they would just drop, you know, fifty cards, I bet they could do it by the end of the year. Like, so that that's really on them, I think. I think I'm I'm I want to say I'm confident. I'm hopeful that you know we'll get one of these each each season. Um, so, so next we have Dominaria United. So something that's more of like all, a lot of the core cards from like M14 and M15 in Origins that we didn't have before will be will maybe, come, maybe come not, back yeah. in there. Um, and also we have, like we said before, about like the Jump Starts. Hopefully we'll get some more stuff from Jump Start as well. And you know maybe we'll get some reprints uh, in in the Dominaria United and uh, the Brothers War. So I'm I'm hopeful that we'll have. A nice chunk of, you know, maybe like another 50 or 60 more uh, Pioneer playable cards in Explorer by the end of the year. Okay. Hmm, yeah. So I just checked. The other thing you're really missing is uh, Springleaf Drum. Sorry, I, I just yeah. uh, had yeah. to look that up while we were talking about it. And I was like, they, oh, that, that's they, what's really missing at one mana. They have the other one mana card from uh, The one that Kamigawa. makes blue. Yeah. I think it's not quite what you it's want. Not, it might yeah. be doable, but it's, it's a little. It's definitely more awkward, I think. Yeah. And it's got the bounce effect, too, which is kind of nice. But yeah. Could remove something that's nasty. Um, okay, so yeah, one more question. Last question, then we'll, we can wrap sure. this up. Uh you said you haven't been playing really any arena, but we did do one of these explorer topics way back in the day, and you you said you were considering playing a little bit. Have you touched arena at all? Have you touched explorer at all? Like in the last few months, it's been so. No, it's probably been over a year. Every time I think about going on, I'm like, oh, I'll just uh, pop it open, and it's like, oh, it's gonna take forty five minutes to update, ex- install, and update. So okay. I'm like, ah, I guess I just won't play it. Okay, well that's that's the problem. Yeah, I've been playing like almost daily, so. I've been keeping yeah, up. Yeah, that, that was that was always something that annoyed me. It's like even if I'm just waiting a week in between, like why is it? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's because they got the anthologies and all the other stuff being added to it. But but all right, thank you for uh, humoring me on uh, this episode. I'm hoping that you know a lot of our uh, listeners out there uh, enjoy this kind of positive spin on the uh, the anthology. But you want to trust me? This was as me? much positivity as I could uh... muster. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you want to wrap us up then? Sure, I'll wrap us up. So go ahead, and if you guys enjoy this kind of content, you know, normally we just talk about Pioneer. If you guys are a big fan of Pioneer, or if you like this little bit of Explorer stuff, go ahead and follow us on MTG Pioneer 
Uh, you can get all kinds of information for anything Pioneer-related and usually anything Explorer-related. You can also find links to our Discord from there where you can get more in touch with us, check out the deck lists, and see what's going on with other Explorer and Pioneer players. Yeah, and you guys can find me on Twitter at uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist, and I'm hoping we can get some cooler brews. I know I, I talked to some people that are trying to make a leash work and stuff like that, so please come into the Discord, share your brews with us. I want to see what you've tried Ooh, and you know what? I do have worked. an Alicia brew. I do have an Alicia brew um, from not that long ago. Maybe I'm going to put that in the chat, and yeah. you guys can uh, can suffer. Bonus chat. <laughs> yes, for for our, our bonus our bonus deck list. Bonus deck list. Join our Discord. Check out the yeah. Alicia list that I'm going to post. Uh, I know exactly what I'm doing with it. There it's not a meme. It's going to win you a million <laughs> games. So nice, come come nice. do that. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Thank you guys all for listening. So we are the first Pioneers podcast. We look forward to being your source for Pioneer information online. And uh, just this once, we're exploring out. (laughs) 